0: to an awesome awesome God full of mercy, full of grace full of truth Um, you know uh, we won't have much of a prayer meeting if everyone that is supposed to be around to make power available isn't around and the fact that You are present this morning to pray to bring your supply is the reason why we have we had a prayer meeting this morning. The Bible says where two or more are gathered in his name, there he is at the best of them. And how good and how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. So it's it's the gathering of the saints that produced what we had this morning. So I want to use this opportunity to thank everyone who their supply today, for us to be able to pray and enjoy the kind of fellowship that we did this morning. And uh, this morning, I will endeavor to, to share something with us that um, will serve as, so to speak, a reminder. A reminder of some of the principles that we've learned in the past reminder of some things that uh, we know. And it's good that we remind ourselves from time to time of certain principles and concepts that are in God's word. So this morning, I, I want to, I want, I want to uh, share, the, share with us a topic I like to title Deploy, Deploy Your Words. Deploy Your Words. Okay, so let's take our text. Let's turn in our Bibles to the book of um, Isaiah, prophet or prophet Isaiah. Isaiah chapter 55. I'm going to be reading verses 10 to 13. Isaiah chapter 55, from verses 10 to 13. I read. For as the rain cometh and snow from heaven, and returneth not tighter, but watereth the earth, and maketh it bring forth and board, that it may give seed to the soul and bread to the sea, so shall my word be, that goeth forth out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please, and it shall prosper. The thing where to I send it. For ye shall go out with peace, for ye shall go out with joy and be left forth with peace. The mountains and the hills shall break forth before you into singing, and all the trees of the field shall clap their hands. Instead of the thorn shall come up the fir tree. And instead of the prayer, shall come up the myrtle tree. And it shall be the Lord for a name, for an everlasting sign that shall not be cut off. Praise God. Let's also turn with me to the book of Psalms. Psalms 107. And I'm going to be reading verse 20. Psalms 107 verse 20. And I read, He sent His word and healed them and delivered them from their destruction. I read that again. He sent His word and healed them and delivered them from their destruction. So, this morning, like I said, We'll be talking about deploying your words. So let's start by, by looking at words. What are words? Uh, according to the English dictionary, a word is a unit of language consisting of one or more spoken sounds, or they are written representation or equivalence. And it has one major function. And what's that function? It functions as a principal carrier of meaning. I want you to take the words are principal carriers of meaning. So what does that tell us? It means that the words are, are carriers. Words are containers. Words also symbolize and communicate meaning. Words also symbolize and they also communicate meaning. So, what you are symbolizing and what you are communicating every single time. And there is a need for us to be intentional with the use of our words. You need to be intentional with the use of our words. And of course, what that means is that we need to develop the skill of appropriate use of words. Everybody needs to develop that skill, not only someone who whose job or whose role or responsibility has a lot to do with public escape. Every single one of us Now, words are never ever to be used loosely. Words are not to be used carelessly or frivolously. Words must be used in a manner to create a desired effect at every point in time and this much was echoed in in scripture if we may turn into our bible if you look at matthew the book of matthew chapter 12 and in verse 36 matthew 12 verse 36 the bible says it says but i say unto you that every idle word that men shall speak they shall give account thereof in the day of judgment says every idle word that men shall speak they shall give account in the day of judgment now (laughs) that's so interesting but if if you backtrack a little bit you will see that the previous verse of scripture before that profound statement was made is is one in which uh, we all also know and and many of us take it for granted when we see this scripture and out of the good treasure of the heart bringeth forth good things and an evil man out of the evil treasure bringeth forth evil things so what god is saying literally is that what you say is a product is a product of your heart what you speak out is a product of what's going on within your spirit. And, of course, we all know that uh, we frame our world through the words of our mouth. We frame our world through the utterances that we speak. And so, what it means is that whatever it is, whatever power or force we are generating from our spirit is, is only communicated and expressed majorly by the words of our mouth and of caused by the, the actions they carry out glory to his name so it means that words indeed become extremely important and we must mind the words that we speak now the bible shows us clearly the way god operates and that's what we see in psalms 107 and in verse 20 it says he sent his word and healed us of our diseases and delivered us of our destruction so the way god operates is that god sends his words glory to god his words never return to him empty god always sends his words in isaiah chapter 55 that much was said by god he said that as rain comes down and snow from heaven and does not return but water the earth and makes it to bring forth and board that it might give seed to the sower and bread to the eater it says so shall the words that go forth from my mouth it shall not return unto me void the bible says that god's word never returns to him empty god's word always accomplishes what he wants it to accomplish And so we see very clearly that God always deploys his words. God always deploys his words. He sends his words on assignment. Now, we're spirits just like God created in his very image. And so I know for a fact that if that's the way God operates, then what it means is that each and every one of us are meant to operate the same way that God operates. So if God deploys his words, we're expected also to deploy our words. So, so let's just take a look at that word, to deploy. What does it mean to deploy your words? What does it mean to deploy? Okay, so let's look at a few, a few things that may explain what that word deploy means. Sometimes when you read a word or when you see a word used, It might be nice to to look at it over and over again for you to get a clear meaning of what it means. To deploy means to use something or someone, especially in order to achieve a particular effect. It says to use something or someone, especially in order to achieve a particular effect. Deploying or to deploy means to bring into effective action, to bring something into effective action deploy also means to spread out, utilize or arrange for a deliberate purpose, okay? Deploy, to deploy means the action of bringing resources into effective use. That's what it means to deploy. It also means to spread out strategically. Remember we're talking about deploying. Then it also means to come into position ready for use, to come into position ready for use. It also means to move into position for military action. <laughs> Glory to God. It means to move into position for military action. You know, it's, it's a phrase that tends to be used a lot in military, uh, in military circles. They talk about the deployment of troops, the deployment of forces. Okay? It's, it's, it's to move into position for military action. So invariably what what I'm saying this morning is that we should deploy our words like military strategists. glory to God. We should deploy our words like like the military people do. And there's a lot of planning, there's a lot of logistics, there's a lot of, of, of thinking through that goes into deployments, glory to God. So it means that we should use our words in a manner that is calculated, that is goal-oriented, that is well-defined. Glory to his name. So you should ask the question, when I speak, what do I intend to communicate? What am I communicating? Because communication really is key. Remember we said in one of the definitions of, uh, of words, about a means of communication glory to his name we said is a mean of of symbolizing something or a concept so every single time you use your words every single time you speak we need to be conscious of what is being communicated because communication is the goal here communication is what ultimately you want to achieve and for anybody who has who has learned things about communication, you know that communication is a two-way street. Communication involves coding and encoding. Communication involves you you trying to to push a concept on an idea and for the other party to be able to get it. And the way you know the other party has gotten it, is if you've seen the desired effect in in the response that you anticipate from the other party. So, you cannot say that you've communicated until such a thing has happened. Glory to his name. So, when we speak, we must always try to elicit a specific response. Glory to God. Remember, remember we said we, we're not supposed to use our word or vagrantly or, or carelessly. Every time you use a word, Every time you speak, you must ask the question: What am I trying to least Particular action. Therefore, how you must glory to God, cause create effect or a specific response. You need to know what you're trying to do, and of course, according to the laws of An object will remain in a state of rest or continuous motion except to act otherwise by an externally acting force. So if you're you're going to create motion, if you're going to create an action, if you're going to create a definite response, there must be an unleashing of power. There must be an unleashing of virtue. There must be an unleashing of, of, of energy. To create that effect. And so every single time we speak, power is communicated. And when we're talking about power, we're talking about power in two dimensions. We're talking about power in the dimension of dunamis. We're also talking about power in the dimension of Exousia. The Exousia talks about the authority that backstage. Authority authority. That's what we're talking about when we're talking about Exousia. And when we're talking about dunamis, we're talking about the literal raw. Energy and power that backs the word. The Bible says concerning Jesus that Jesus won with authority. Jesus never communicated without ministering power, without communicating authority, without without having the power behind the whole of heaven back every strand that Jesus speaks. Glory to His name. So the authority and and the power that backs our words must be evident every single time that we speak. Hence, when we speak, we must be clear in our message. Glory to God. We must must be clear what we're trying to accomplish. Our message must be clear. It must not be ambiguous. Glory to God. We must strive to ensure that, that when we speak that we are understood, that people understand us that people understand what we're trying to communicate. Our message must be delivered in the proper context. Every time you speak your word, ensure that that the context in which you're trying to communicate that thought or that idea is is communicated. Glory to his name. And of course, when we speak, we we must be careful to Communicate also the appropriate emotions and the appropriate tone. When you speak, you know that the emotion and the tone that must back your words must back what you say. You can I'm so sorry. Uh, you you lost your father. And then you say like Psalms, you know, the option and tone that backs that word was not communicated. Even though you said those words, what was supposed to back it did not back it. You know, you hurt your wife and you're supposed to say sorry. <laughs> and instead of saying, uh, baby or, or darling, I'm so sorry. Please forgive me. You say, Now, uh, you know, the, the appropriate tone and the appropriate uh, uh, the appropriate tone or 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 the appropriate uh, emotion did not back that word so you didn't communicate you did not achieve you did not deploy your words properly you did not succeed at communicating in a manner to elicit the kind of response you anticipated when we speak we must be positive when we speak we must speak with empathy we must be empathetic when we speak when we speak also there must be consistency about the message we are trying to communicate. Glory to God. And so in that, in that wise, sometimes when we speak, we should speak complimentarily. We must speak. We must give compliments. We must paraphrase what we say to, to try to hear uh, what people's responses are and to be sure that what we communicated is what the person heard. Glory to God. And so you ask questions. Do you understand what I've just said? Do you you get what to say to be sure that you're communicating? According to Colossians chapter 4 and verse 6, the Bible says something very critical. It says, Let your speech be with grace, seasoned with salt, that you might know how to answer every man. Glory to God. God expects our speech to be with grace. We need to be gracious with our words. He says, Let our speech be with grace seasoned with salt, that we might know how to answer every man. Glory to God. By the time we're done speaking, we shouldn't leave any doubt in the mind of of the people listening to us, what we're trying to say or what we're trying to communicate. We must not leave any ambiguities. When we speak God's word or when we speak to people, it should be with grace. It should be seasoned with salt. When we speak, people should love to hear us. It should be like a soothing balm. It should be something that that makes people feel better or makes people feel good hallelujah to jesus in second corinthians chapter 3 and in verse 6 he says we're not sufficient of ourselves as to think anything of ourselves but our sufficiencies of god who makes us able ministers of the new testament he says, not of the letter but of the spirit he says for the letter kills but the spirit gives life glory to his name we why competent ministers of the New Testament, glory to God. Competent ministers, and he says, a competent minister does what? He says, he minister life and not the letter. And if we carry the Spirit of God and we minister by the Spirit, what does it mean? Is that we must minister life? I I make bold to say that we're life-giving spirits. Glory to God. We're life-giving spirits. And we must be deliberate about giving life. Glory to God. Every single time you speak, you must be conscious of what you are are delivering, what you are releasing. Are you releasing life or are you releasing death? Glory to God. The Bible says death and life, the power of the tongue. So you must ask yourself that critical question. Every single time I deploy my words, Am I giving life or am I giving death? So, but I want to make bold to say to us, let's be deliberate about delivering life. Every single time we speak, we are. We must deliver life. We must give life. Say with me, I give life. I give life. I minister life. I I minister life with consummate ease. I minister life every time i speak when things are dead around me every time i speak they come alive they come alive glory to god we must deploy our words to good effects and why are we deploying our words to good effects what's the purpose of doing that we're doing that to build to heal to restore and to impart life every single time glory to his name today I want us to evaluate the use of our words. I need us to evaluate the use of our words. How do we use our words when we relate to our spouses, to our respective spouses, or friends, or children, or colleagues, our parents, our business associates? How do we use our words? You know, we must be deliberate with the use of our words. Glory to his name. You see, when you want to utter a word or you want to say something and you sense in your heart a check not to say it, I want to advise you, then just don't go ahead. Don't say it. You want to say something and something just checks you. Don't say it. The reason is because if you communicate that and instead of ministering life, it is death you will minister. Glory to God. You want to to say something in a particular manner, but you just feel a slur in your heart or in your spirit to say it, then just don't say it. Glory to God. Let's do our best to speak God's word so that we do it to good effect. Now, if we deploy our words appropriately, what do we see as the consequence of deploying our words appropriately? It's very, very easy to see. That verse of scripture in Isaiah tells us what you see when you deploy your words rightly. In Isaiah chapter 55, that place that we read. Isaiah chapter 55. But see what verse 11 says. It says, So shall the words of my mouth be that goeth forth out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please, and it shall prosper in the things that I sent it. Verse 12 says, For you shall go out with joy and be led forth with peace. The mountains and the hills shall break forth before you into singing and all the trees of the field shall clap their hands. So what is the effect of deploying your words rightly? Number one, it would accomplish what you please. Glory to God. When you deploy your words properly, it will accomplish what what you please. Number two, it will prosper in the thing for which you sent it. It will prosper in the thing for which you send it. Do you want to get results every single time you speak or you pray or you make confessions? Deploy your words properly. It will prosper in the things for which you sent it. What else did he say will be an outcome? He says you shall go out with joy. <laughs> Glory to God. You will go out with He said you will break forth with joy. That's the consequence of deploying your words properly. Glory to his name. Then he also says, you shall be led with peace. Glory to God. You shall be led with shalom. (laughs) You shall be led with shalom. You shall be led with peace. You shall be led with welfare. You shall be led with deliverance. You shall be led with healing. You shall be led with prosperity. He says, the mountains and hills will break forth before you into singing. Glory to God. When you deploy your words, the mountains and the hills shall break forth before you into singing. That means every mountain, every hill will respond to you appropriately. Glory to God. He says, and all the trees of the field shall clap their hands. That means the environment in which you operate, the people that, that you affiliate with or associate with. They will respond to you po- positively. The trees of the field shall clap your hands. And you know, in the last verse, in verse 13, it, claps, it, it, it ends it. It says, instead, it said, instead of the bread, you shall have the myrtle tree. Instead of thorn, you shall have fair tree. When you deploy your words properly, what the Bible is saying is that you will experience divine substitution in areas of dissatisfaction. Divine substitution in the areas of dissatisfaction. You see, as we go into a season of intense prayer, you know, a lot of us have been doing a lot of praying lately, but we're going to be doing some serious praying tomorrow. I want you to deploy your words well. Be conscious of what you're saying. You know, let what you say be weighty. Let it not be frivolous. Believe in the words that you're speaking. Believe in the virtue that you're communicating. Believe in the power that you're depositing. Believe in the dunamis and the exousia that you're communicating when you speak your words. I pray for us this morning that in the name of Jesus, your words will not come back to you empty. You will deploy it to good effect. You will accomplish what you please. You will prosper in the things wherefore you have sent it i declare that you will go out with joy you shall be led forth with peace i declare that you experience welfare you experience health you experience prosperity you experience deliverance oh the mountains and the hills they are breaking breaking forth before you with singing all the trees clap their hands for you oh you are celebrated in this season oh you are you are you are preferred in this season everyone is doing in your bidding oh they are fulfilling your righteous cause and you experience divine substitution in the areas where you have experienced dissatisfaction father we bless your name we give you glory thank you father for your word today in jesus name we have declared folks just go out deploy your words well and have a fantastic day